and we're off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Opinions podcast. It is me, your luxurious host, Elias Montes. And what am I actually doing here today? I really don't know. I, I really do know. Alex isn't here for the main part that he just moved into a new place. Can we get him a round of applause for Alex? That should be a good enough of a round of applause, right? Uh, why am I wearing glasses when it's almost 12 o'clock in the morning? I don't know. I thought I would look nice. You know, I got the vintage Nike t-shirt on, got the vintage San Diego State, and the Giorgio Armani's on my face. And what it is. Uh, yeah, so a quick shout-out. Uh, you know, big uh, big shout-out to Alex for getting his new place instead of living in a pretty much where I'm living at right now, which is a little one-bedroom. It Legit, his his... My room is probably a little bit smaller than what he was living at. And him and his girlfriend, Adri, shout out to her. They got themselves their own place. And it's literally crazy how my grand, my great-grandmother, my grandma Maria, she, um, she used to live there. Like, legit, same house. And I thought that was crazy. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny. I made a bunch of jokes that they gentrified my grandmother out of her own spot. But I haven't seen my great-grandmother in a couple years. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I had to help him move today. That was a hassle in itself. Uh, during the the first day of summer, it was the summer solstice. Uh, you know the on the summer solstice, you know that's like an avatar term that I like to take part partake in. Uh, these firebenders were the they were in shambles. I think that's how the show went. I haven't watched the show in like a good solid year since the pandemic. But it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like the bigger news with Alex right now. He moved into a new spot. Him and him, his girl, and his kid that, you know, they live there. So that's, that's you know, that's really exciting news. But before we start anything, uh, con- uh, happy late Father's Day. By the time this comes out, which will be Friday, Father's Day had already passed. It's Sunday. So I want to give a shout out to all the fathers out there that have, you know, done what they can do. And the fathers and the single fathers out there. Happy Father's Day to you. And happy Father's Day to my dad. Shout out to my dad. You may be hard on me, and I sometimes see him as a, a jackass or an asshole. Uh, maybe he listens to this podcast. Maybe he doesn't. I tend to care less. Um, if you are a dad, thank you. I appreciate everything you do for me, and I appreciate you know the sacrifices you have made for, for me, for me to be in the situation that I'm in, and to try to be a better man. I know I got a lot to live up to, knowing because of you. You set the right example, and you've done a great job. I think you can say that for the for all of us as siblings. So shout out to you, Dad, and I love you. But let's get into the actual meat and potatoes of the show, which I really don't I really don't know how to even start this off. Like to be completely honest, I don't know. We're 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 at this point. I'm at this point where like topics have to be like a legit thing for me and yet it's still a topic that like blows my mind sometimes uh, but if I, I don't even want to get into a lot of sports i know there is one thing i do want to talk about which has to do with sports um <laughs> I, I just think sports is funny at the moment the oakland a's have continued to suck um we and alex when we went to dinner today we saw the oakland a's were barely losing in the top of the sixth two to zero and then somehow between innings six through nine, six more runs were scored. The Oakland A's, you are a travesty of a fucking franchise. 
sell the team, please sell the team. Just get rid of the team at this point. I don't care. Like how have we gone years of just absolutely just sucking? I couldn't tell you. Um, more or less, uh, I watched the uh, UFC fight night. That was incredible. Shout out to everyone that was on there. That was a great, great, great fight card. Again, Donald Cerrone couldn't fight to basically end his career. And he, I'm pretty sure that man's just going to retire on his own merit at this point. He has, like, nothing left to prove. Do you guys like the setup? Like, for videos? We haven't done a, full, a legit video podcast since probably Alex's debut on the show. And me and Alex are trying to get into that. Uh, trying to get back into it, you know. We want to spread this podcast out even more. And especially with it being, you know, for YouTube and all that stuff. We kind of do want to do that again and bring this aspect of kind of, you know, having this really cool, fun session in my room. And, you know, we have a little setup. You know, we got a little posters and shit. Uh, you like the anime shit I have? Uh, this is the manga I have. Manga recommendation of the of the, of the the podcast. I just bought this. This is volume two of Call of the Night. I haven't read the first volume just yet, but, you know, I'm getting into it. And that's a big part of the fucking podcast, too. Other meat and potatoes. Um, I got a bunch of other manga holding it together. And then I have this, uh, VHS box set. Uh, I found this a couple years ago. I thought I would have it, you know, like first thing to present it. Might as well show it, right? This is the Dragon Ball Z World Tournament Saga. This is the uncut version. If you guys remember, this was after the Great Saiyan Saga. And this is when we got to see, uh, Kabito Kai? Or Supreme Kai. And this other Kai, I forget. And then Videl absolutely get ruined in her match. Uh, nothing cool there. I like collecting VHSs. I think they're, I think they're fun. You know, just collect what you like. You know, don't collect because it's hype. Collect because you like. That's a quote. Quote me on that. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it's kind of weird doing shit by yourself. You know, you've been so used to doing. You've been. You know, you're so used to having a certain way of how you do things, am I right, like how, you know, if you've been doing something by yourself for so long, and then all of a sudden, now you have to have someone else do it with you, you have to kind of adjust with it, you gotta have to adjust, and when you just adjust, when you, when you just adjust, when you just start getting to that place where you're comfortable with that said partner, all of a sudden, bam, you're back to doing it by yourself, I'm not saying Alex isn't leaving or anything, but legitimately he was like yeah i can't record today i'm a little i'm very tired can you do it by yourself and i was like you know what i'm gonna do a test film today and i'm talking to myself today and i think i did like two three episodes ago i did it by myself uh, legitimately the week prior to last week's episode i should have had it done by myself file didn't want to work i couldn't use garage band i'm using garage band now because now i can i'm able to actually legitimately record and not worry about an interface going away, I don't know, it's just dumb, but with this, it's just me, well, obviously, we're going to rearrange it to where the camera can get both of us, me, Alex, our two mics, and legitimately just having fun, and being even more, um, how do you say it, uh, I, I don't know how to say it, like, more interactive, I've been wanting to try to do that with, like, the TikTok and all that stuff. Because if you understand, like, social media, like, TikTok is the biggest link to social media as we speak. Uh, Excuse me. You look at, like, TikTok, right? We look at TikTok how it's basically, like, the fucking Google of social media right now. It's no longer Instagram. 
It's no longer Facebook. It is fucking TikTok. If you can make it in TikTok and you're able to transfer all your success from TikTok to other successful platforms, such as a YouTube or a streaming or streaming, which you guys should follow me, um, streaming or Instagram or whatever the case may be, you have a business. It's a big way for you to throw everything that you've ever worked hard on and try to get it out as much as possible. You know what I mean? Like with me, like with vintage, like with vintage city Kings and with, you know, eventually vintage city university. Like if I'm able to make, like say I had like a million TikTok followers and a million, and I get like, uh, like I have like a hundred million likes and I say, Hey guys, I have this new merch. You guys go follow this page while we're dropping on the June 30th. The possibility of me getting a sold out, the, the possibility of me selling out of my items is more greater than just me just posting on Instagram and just only Instagram saying, hey guys, this is a new drop. Go buy it. And then have an expectation of getting sold out, but then only two items sold. Gratefully, two items have sold. That means people are interested in my product. But come on, we're in this day and age where money is literally everything, right? So that's kind of like where me and Alex want to be more interactive when it comes to like the podcast kind of setup where video format editing and legitimately just having a really fun time with it. I think, and this this is another thing. I'm like, there's other things that go in my fucking thought process too, such as, you know, building stuff. Like I I said this a lot with Instagram where I'm just not genuine. I said it on my Instagram. Like I'm, I haven't genuinely been happy like with social media, I have kind of had like this social media kind of syndrome where I've been really self-doubting myself a lot lately where I not, I'm never going to say I'm giving up on like my dream, which is to live off on me being entertaining or me being, uh, like being a self-made person, not to the point where I'm making millions of dollars. I don't think I'm going to be making millions of dollars, but to live comfortably, I would love to have that. And I've, I'm getting these self-doubts to where, oh, you know what, maybe I should pick up a couple more hours of work because I haven't sold anything in, like, two months. You know what I mean? I mean, I just sold an item, like, legitimately, like, like three hours ago. But I'm just being, like, in the consistence of being a seller. There's days where I don't – there's months where I don't sell, and then there's a weeks where I'm selling constantly. So it, it just happens, like, that way. You know, I've been, like, in this self-doubt where I'm in this one position where – oh man, I really, really want to just stick to this one site, but I'm not getting the traction that I want. You know what I mean? As to then I'm selling on this site and I'm getting a bunch of fees or I'm paying a bunch of stuff or just so much hassle with it. You know what I mean? I think like I was in that slump for a minute and I talked to my mom about it. And this is things, a little insight to my life is I don't like telling people my problems. I really fucking don't. There's people that need to get that shit out, and there's people that need to talk about that shit, but I don't like to. I I genuinely just don't want to talk about shit. I don't want to talk about what's going on with my life because it it doesn't do you anything. Like, I'm not looking for, like, a pity party, like, oh, you know, like, it's okay, dude. I'm not looking for that. It's simply just a, I'll figure it out on my own. I think that's the bigger, I think that's the better way to kind of put it. It's just like me not like, I forgot what video this was. It was like a TikTok video, right? 
And this guy was just like, yo, did I ever tell you why that chick cheated on me? No. Because you want to know why? That's not your fucking problem. And that's a very true thing. Like, why do, why would I, why would I tell you my problems in life or just problems in general when I know you can't fix it? I can be in a slump. My mom ain't going to do anything. The only thing my mom can do is be a great mother and give me advice, which is what she did. And I'm going to listen to my mom. Like, my mom knows kind of what's best for me more than what I kind of know, which is kind of sad in the same sense. But at the same time, I do agree with her with a lot of shit. And I don't know, after I told her about that, and she kind of gave me a little pep talk. And like, you know, maybe you just got to move your outlet bigger or maybe you just got to work twice as hard. I, she's like, I don't know what to tell you. And that's where I'm like, okay, yes, thank you. I kind of needed to tell you that. Like I, like, I didn't need the answer from you. I need to figure it out. And that's sort of what I'm kind of getting through right now. Like with, well, look, with everything. I think this is kind of just the part of me going through the motions of, you know, it's not working out right now. It'll work out in the future. And then again, I'm not really in vintage for money. I'm in vintage just to thrift. And even that's being a fucking hassle right now with everyone trying to compete with everybody. But when I, when I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like when I'm able to fucking be on one, I'm fucking on one. But then when I get into the slump, it, it it's just, it's just there all the time. And I think the only enemy is me. And I'm learning to just kind of overcome this shit. I don't really talk about my problems. It's probably only, you should have talked about like the episode prior, the one that couldn't get released, the original episode 60. Oh, for like a straight, maybe 40 minutes, I talked about my actual problems in life. How I'm not saying I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy on the way I'm living. Uh, just, just little things in my life where I'm just like, fuck, I could be doing a lot better. And then I just choose not to do better. I'm in like that kind of gripe. But then I shouldn't be in that kind of gripe because why the fuck do I need to be in that gripe? You know what I mean? But that's just me. And I hope you guys, you know, whatever you guys are doing like in mental state or whatever the case may be, whether you're, um, whether you're, you know, having these mental issues or just having these, you know, these like roadblocks, these mental roadblocks, it's going to be okay. Like, you're going to get through it. Maybe it may take some time, whether you broke up with some chick or a dude, whatever your preference is, or you failed a test and it's a really big test. You failed a grade. Like, it's not the end of the world. It's going to, shit's going to happen. It's just not going to go your way. You can't control everything. And once you know you can't control everything, life gets better. Once you know that fucking roadblock that's been blocking you for months or years, being scared to go out again or whatever the case may be, once you get over that, like I guarantee you, life gets better on the other side of the rainbow or whatever that saying is. But let's get to actual media topics of today. Um, just today, or like two days ago recently, the NCAA, excuse me, I got sneeze, never mind, I don't have to sneeze, just snow, uh, sniffing a, a thing of Coke, I don't sniff Coke, let's continue, the NCAA had just recently announced that a couple months ago, me and Alex had, a couple episodes back, me and Alex had talked about this transgender female, uh, I'm forgetting her name at the moment, but me and him had posted this video on tick this uh, clip on TikTok, basically saying like, "Yo, 
do we think transgender athletes can compete in a women's sport? And we both unanimously, unanimously had said no. Um, for people that don't know what this is, um, I believe it was Duke or Penn State. They had a transgender athlete, a man, uh, a man that had become a woman, and she basically won the. I think she won the. the I think they were like national champions in water polo, not water polo, in uh, like the swimming fucking thing, you know, like the fucking you know Phelps and shit. And me and Alex kind of went through, like, you just can't argue with science. If this is a thing where we totally believe, hey, you should be able to do whatever you want with your body. If this, if you believe you were born a certain way, go ahead and do that. I don't believe you should do that when you're in the early stages of a teenager. These are just phases and maybe this is just a phase or it's a feeling you're just uncomfortable with. It doesn't, we, we don't know. But what we do know is that we believe that transgender women, men that had uh, had uh, that were men prior, shouldn't compete in women's sports at a grown age. And people think, well, that's just taking away trans rights. That's still trans uh, transphobic and all that stuff. But it's simple. It's simple biology. You're taking away the testosterone, but it's like a full grown man, which is what happened here. She before before he became a she. He was already an adult. Then he became a woman. Height advantage. The average Olympic, the average swimmer, we looked this up, is 5'9". That is the average. This person was 6'2". A clear advantage. Had a wingspan of like Kevin Durant. Clear advantage. And I don't believe... That is fair amongst these women that have trained just as hard, if not harder, than that transgender woman. And they, they come in second, third, fourth place. And just because she trans, just because she followed the rules, I mean, granted, she followed the rules. And I don't blame the woman. I blame the university. I blame the NCAA for this. And now they have basically trying to cover their asses with simply just... With uh, simply just, I don't know why I turned that all the way. My bad, guys. If you guys got bad audio quality for like the last two minutes, but th what I mean by the NCAA is they're covering their asses because now they banned her. She cannot compete no more. And to me, that is unfair because of your dumb. To me, that is unfair because of your poor choices. And because it's the NCAA, you want to make money off these players somehow, some way. You were willing to do that. That's all that it comes down to. It wasn't her fault. It was the administration or because they said you have to go through, you have to at least go through 12 months of hormonal transfer therapy. A year? And that's it. When someone that has been a man a, or a male for pretty much their entire life, and then all of a sudden 12 years of uh, hormonal transfer therapy, and that's it, and I compete? Cool. That's all I, that's all I need? That's it. That's perfect. And now the NCAA is just like, yo, you're not going to, you cannot compete. Uh, if you're if you're a transgender, you must have been in transition prior to puberty, and they give like the local age of like 12 years old. And I'm just like, what? So you're telling me, a you in order for me to compete before transition, I have to make that life altering change 
at 12 when kids are not in the bed. They do not know their best interest. I was 12 and I thought, you know what? Maybe jumping off this roof can put me on YouTube and I can be YouTube famous just like the people on Jackass. Sure enough, 10 views later, didn't work. So that's them just trying to cover their, their asses with it. Again, I don't blame the chick. She simply just followed the rules. Like I said, don't think she should compete. I think they should have their own league in order to do this. But other than that, this is just the NCAA's fault. This is them trying to cover their asses right now because, well, they got the backlash. And they don't like backlash. Same thing with players, uh, college players not getting play, uh, paid often. And so many different, you know, fucking scandals they want to make up with. I don't know. Sorry, the thing went out for a minute. But it's it's so it's so weird when we put that in perspective, right? Where it's just like, yeah, we fucked up. We're going to ban her. She can't compete because we fucked up. This is why the NCAA is a fucking joke sometimes. We're, we're, we're literally... I, don't, I don't really don't know how to explain the NCAA. Because the NCAA is a fucking joke when it comes to... They never wanted to play their players. Oh, because it's a free education. Well, screw you. If I fucking blow my knee out and I can't play for the rest of my life, I can't play football ever again... I'm screwed. You're not. You're still making money. I My chances of going to the NFL are fucked. And all you can say is, well, you did it. You did it. And then not only that, I can't make money because I'm already living in debt. You refuse to give me some type of allowance where I have to get a job. And let me rephrase that. Or I can't make money with, say, like, with that destroying kid where he basically made a living off of YouTube videos and then they just said, yo, it's either your scholarship or there. Are you making money off of this? He's like, yes. Well, you got to pay that back. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to do this. And that's a fucking dumb ultimatum. It's like, okay, do I go and play a football where, or do I play a program where I'm not even guaranteed a NFL draft pick or a roster spot? Or go to YouTube where I can make a somewhat comfortable living but everyone likes my videos. That means more sponsors. That means more money coming my way. That's guaranteed. That's 80% guaranteed to just playing for this team, make millions for this team, and not reap the benefits of this team when I can't even eat. Or i not even guaranteed a draft spot. Or I'm not guaranteed a roster spot on an NFL team. That is what how the NCAA works. They just don't care. About these kids. And if you want to say, oh, this is a free education. That's so bullshit. Free education. But, oh, the minute I bust my knee and I can't play no more, you take my scholarship away. I thought I, I thought it was a free education. That's, that's the NCAA for you. And with this, I'm pretty sure she's going to... I'm pretty sure that woman is probably going to sue them. Rightfully so. I mean, it's not her fault, like I said. I think this is the this is the fault of the NCAA. And that's pretty much it with sports. I, I may make another sports uh, episode just strictly with me doing NFL stuff. Um, if I want to do like other things around the world, uh, George Cambosos, he finally activated the rematch clause for him and Devin Haney. Uh, they're most likely going to fight in Australia, which I think they should fight in Oakland. But hey, Bakers can't be choosers. And I just th I still think Devin Haney, uh, Devin Haney will win this very comfortably. Unanimous decision. Uh, 
there's nothing in that fight where I'm like, you know what? If George, if George Cambosis did something a little, if George Cambosis continued that, the fight's different. It's the same kind of thing in my eyes. But you know, I think with Cambosis, it's just, hey, I could try to fight this guy and force him to fight, but this kid's just too skilled. And he won't let him put himself in that position. Um, Ryan Garcia has continued to be a clown in this in this league in the division. I don't want to talk about him, and I think. That's about it with sports news. Oh, Rob Gronkowski, he retired for the second time. That's awesome. And Deshaun Watson. I thought he was supposed to fight the civil case to prove his innocence. Looks like that's not coming to be. He just paid off 20 of the 24 women in the civil case. If that don't say guilty, I don't know what is. Well, let's move off from sports. Let's get to our our, our last topic, which is, you know anime and manga i said this before uh with with i said this before with anime uh i cannot wait to watch the new uh, the new stuff for july alex sent me a fucking post and the reason why i have the this called a night one this is volume two volume one summer right there but you know as you guys can see this is volume one of call i mean this is volume two of call of the night uh by kotoyama this seems like a pretty cool, you know, fucking piece to watch. I know it comes out in July, and we get chain. Apparently, we get Chainsaw Man. There's a lot of good ones in there that I'm kind of like, you know, a little heavy. Like my the one I I'm kind of like, eh. But I know it's gonna be a sleeper. Is Yakuza Babysitter? That one just seems like it's gonna be just a, a great comedy, as like a as like a show or whatever. But with anime, there comes always these these you know, controversies with anime and more likely it's starting to kind of flow into the cosplay, the cosplay industry. And what I mean by that, there is this tweet. I don't have it with me right now. I'll put it on the screen now. Um, uh, 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 fuck. I cannot talk. <laughs> I cannot talk worth a damn, but a cosplayer, I assume, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she's a cosplayer. I've seen her fucking Twitter. She posted on this Twitter saying, you know, why isn't that white people or Caucasians get this, get the hate that black and Latinos and basically minorities get when they cosplay? Where it's like, where the tweet said, why on earth do black people get a hate for cosplaying and white people don't when we're cosplaying the same character? You know what I mean? And that's just a weird thing to do is why are you judging someone by their race cosplaying somebody? It doesn't make any sense because you got to understand they're cosplaying Japanese people. All every single show we've ever watched in in, in uh, out of anime, most likely comes from Japan, and they'll tell you. And people don't understand, and people just think, oh, they're just white, they're white people, just like us. And no, no, that's not the case. There, there is a lot of representation in anime when it comes to stuff. You know, the black community have always been a little bit mad with how they've been characterized and how they've been represented in there, and I completely understand. And then, but, like, the only person to me, like, there's only a few, like, Hispanic and Latino characters that are in anime. I think Chad from Bleach, I believe he's Mexican. I forgot the other 
three characters that I know. They were so I think they're Mexican. I think they're like Hispanic or some other thing. I, I just I don't know at the moment. I'm running blind. I don't have my computer with me. But that's a real big problem in like the community of anime where it's just like stop appropriating Japanese culture. But yeah, we could do it. What? That's so stupid. It's like I made an episode about this years I like not years ago. I made an episode about this maybe a year ago. I want to say a year ago. This is 20 this is like 2021. Podcast was flowing. I was making a lot of episodes at the time and an episode I made was about cosplay. I believe that's like my fifth most watched episode. I appreciate that, guys. It continues to grow to this day. I talked about stealing and being inspired. You cannot steal someone else's cosplay. It's practically impossible. I can go buy a fucking Goku outfit and wear it and someone from from Amazon and someone could have bought the same thing from Amazon. Is that considered stealing? As to somebody that put their hard work into this, made everything from scratch, from the from the shin guards to the to the shoulder pads to the hair to everything. You cannot replicate what they make. It's hard to steal something from cosplayers. Like I guarantee you, Jessica Nigiri only has those cosplays, nothing else. No one can replicate that unless it's the person that replicated that made it for her. And you can't steal that. And when I made it that episode, there was these two um sorry, this thing was being weird on me. There was these two cosplayers, one being black and one being white. And the this cosplayer, I'm forgetting his name, they were being controversial over Danny fucking Phantom. And the black uh the black cosplayer was simply a simple IG post. I believe it had 50,000 likes before he had posted a tweet and it said going ghost. It looked pretty simple, the white hair and it looked great. White hair, the gloves, the the whole Danny Phantom getup. And then um he edited it where his hands were green like just it's like a, like a like he just like edited it to where it's just green nothing else with that like fighter pose and the caption on it said going ghost okay and then about a week later uh another cosplayer who is who was a white male did an incredible job on his cosplay and had like where the silver was on Danny Phantom's like on the D and on the hands they were like like bejeweled crystals on them so when the light shined it sparkled and you know same thing in hair the blush all that stuff that was the difference between the cosplays he did a little bit more and he had a little bit i I would assume a little bit more experience in editing where instead of like just green hands it was like green flames that were sparkling with the fucking diet with the fucking you know like the plastic crystals or whatever he had on there and it was a little, it was a bit similar in that pose, and it said "Going Ghost." Black cosplayer sees that the kid, the white kid, has a hundred and ninety-seven thousand likes to his seventy thousand. First of all, that's seventy thousand people that liked your shit. Be grateful. Kid went above and beyond, did the editing, went more hard into his thing, and then he put him on there saying, "I hate this. We as black content creators, we are being." 
I am tired of us getting our our stuff's taken. Like it's always done. And I'm like, no, this wasn't taken. You don't own Danny Phantom. You don't you don't trademark going ghost. You would be saying that to everybody that's ever bought a Danny Phantom costume and saying going ghost. It just you're not appropriate. They're not appropriating or they're stealing anything from you. It's simply they had the same idea. Not the same idea. They had the same idea to be Danny Phantom. They just went above and beyond. And with the cosplay community, it's simply just stupid how you guys again want to try and gatekeep a culture that's not even yours. That is the main premise of this. Cosplay is for everyone. I can cosplay if I wanted to. I don't because I don't make cosplays and I don't feel like cosplaying. Maybe one of these days when I become famous enough to go to a panel and have fun, then maybe. But as of right now, no. And I enjoy these people's cosplays. They're amazing. But there's always that person that has to ruin it. And it's those people that just aren't comfortable with seeing people of minority or just uh, people of color that have a better cosplay than someone that would be white. It's simple. There's people that just fill those roles out a lot more. And yet it's called appropriating. But when you guys do it, it's not appropriating. It's like, I'm just cosplaying, man. But you don't know that culture. So it's just like, eh, whatever. And that's like what really bugs me. And that's what really bugs me in this anime community. Where we have gotten so distant with each other. Where... It's literally, it's like, the anime community is literally segregated, and that's a joke. Let's be honest. Like, you have people out here who's just like, well, and you cosplay. You have white people complaining. It's like, oh, that doesn't do it. Why don't you just fucking twerk? I'm just like, what are we talking about? Or it's like, oh, uh, Ichigo's not Mexican. Why don't you just go play chat and make some burritos and tacos? That was a legitimate tweet on someone's cosplay as Chad. He was a, was it? dude, he had it all. And he even grew his hair out for it. Like, he went above and beyond, crimped it to where it was long. Had, you know, the Chad cosplay. He said Chad was his favorite character in Bleach. And he's like, oh, Chad's not black. Chad's just, uh, he's just a darker-skinned character. Uh, why do, Chad doesn't do any of that. And I'm just like, what? What are we doing? Like, why are we trying to gatekeep shit? I hate that shit so fucking much now, man. Like, why are we gatekeeping shit when you guys... Like, anime people just want to act... Like, people that are... There's... there's To me, there's three different types of people in anime. You have the people that are racist in anime, where it's... You think it's your culture when it's not, so you're going to gatekeep the fuck out of everybody because that's not their culture. When... That's not even your culture. Two, you have... You have these elitist anime people that that literally spend hours upon hours in their fucking room, in their desk, looking up every little article that fucking Kobayashi ever made and it's being like, oh, Kobayashi and all these other manga artists and little every little indignant in, uh, in their interviews and the little fucking word that they may have switched or it may have been translated wrong. Now it fits your description of why a certain character is stronger than them and they could solo everything. It's just like, oh yeah, you like My Hero Academia? Yeah, dude. I think, uh, I think you know, I think it's pretty cool. You know, I'm on season two. Oh, but uh, Deku cannot be Goku. He just can't because Akira Toriyama two years ago, even before, 
it, Ultra Instinct was ever even fathom of a thing. He said Goku could solo the entire verse because of his speed and agility and martial arts. And that's why Goku is all, all great and he will never be beaten ever. When there's a guy literally named One Punch Man that if he punches Goku once, you're done. You're dead. Those kind of people. And then you have people like me who is just chill. Hey, you like anime? Yeah, I like anime. Cool, what do you watch? Hey, I like watching fucking hentai. That's cool, man. You do you. It's not for me, but hey, you do you. Or it's just like, yo, what do you like watching? What's your favorite anime right now? Oh, man, I like fucking Spyx. I like Spyx Family. That's awesome. And then you got the two other morons in the fucking room arguing over dumb shit. And you got the elitist like, well, uh, Spike's family's not a fucking true shonen. So that's not a good anime because shonen ruins every, because shonen ruins all. Shonen is amazing. When I'm just like, fuck you, man. I like Slice of Life. Leave me alone. Let me protect my daughter, Anya, and my wife, your, and see this random dude, Twilight, just be trying to be a father. I'm the father to them. I'm the father that stepped up. I'm not a stepdad. But I rest. I, you know what? I plead my case and I, 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 I you know, I, I do my things. That's all I'm asking. Just be better. Is that is it that hard to just be better and just be okay? I don't know. Ay, 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 ay. But I think with all that being said, uh, I think I'll wrap it up here, guys. If you guys want to catch this podcast, I don't have a YouTube page for it just yet. But, you know, it will happen eventually. You guys can follow the podcast on pretty much every platform. You guys can, you know, support me at Vintage City Kings uh, with a Z at the end. That's on our Instagram. You guys can support Alex at Lepe Let's Plays on Twitch whenever he does be able to, uh, whenever he is able to. Uh, be able to twitch on there obviously he ain't doing that for a while he just moved into a new pad um i twit i go on twitch almost every day at the twitch.tv slash wylb gaming where i stream for about an hour and have fun doing it ladies and gentlemen this has been another session of the what's your opinions podcast i hope you guys like it we're all on all platforms apple podcast spotify and other hoot nanny bullshit Hopefully this sinking isn't as hard as I think it would be. So I see you guys next week. Hopefully with Alex. And if not, you got me for another week. Peace.